0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 51 of Opposites React. Today is Wednesday, January 13th, and I'm Tyler, of course, here with Sarah.
1: hey
0: And we have a good topic today. If anybody listened to, well, in my opinion, we have a good topic. <laughs> Hopefully, you'll <laughs> enjoy it. If you listened to our podcast last week, uh, you'll already know what we're going to talk about. Um, for those that didn't, or if it's the first time listening, welcome. Today, we are going to be, it is going to be a movie-based. I was going to say centric, but yeah, okay, movie-based <laughs> podcast today. Strictly, I have a specific list of films I want to talk about with a theme, and we'll get to Sarah's as well. But yeah, so normally, I know we usually do our reca- our recap, like weekly recap. Mm-hmm. Or something. I don't really have a lot to talk about, to be honest, and I think this one might take a while to talk about oh, today, boy. topic-wise. Okay. So I feel like maybe we just, unless you really have a strong opinion about something I want to talk about beforehand, nah, like something you did I this haven't week. done anything very special. Right. Okay. So yeah, we'll just uh, get into it, I guess. So the topic for this week is um, going to be my favorite sports movies. Of the past 20 years Now I did have I have a little asterisk No you cheated already I did already I did cheat But I'm going to get The cheater out of the way early um, uh-huh. I do have one Because I have one movie On the list that was in 1999 So obviously mm-hmm. it's over 20 years But mm-hmm. it's one of my Favorite sports movies And I can't omit it From the list Well then so. it can
1: be An honorable mention
0: No because then I only have nine on the list and I have to have an even ten So <laughs> Well
1: then think of something fast
0: <laughs> It's fine It came out late in 99 It's barely mm-hmm. Just over 20 years old
1: You realize it's 2021 now So technically it's more It's next year you added on Yeah I know
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, so I have my list. I have it um, organized uh, chronologically, like okay. to, to when they came out. So it's not this is not ranked in my favorite order of sports movies. It's not uh, yeah. It's just going by the year it was released. Oldest
1: to so, newest, I assume.
0: Pardon me. Oldest to newest. Yes, we're going oldest to newest here. Um. So yeah, and I mean anybody who's listening to our podcast for, I may have mentioned a couple of these movies before, but not probably in too much detail. I'm not really going into a lot of detail on these. I was going to mention why it's on my list, why I like it so much, you know, impact they have on me, that type of thing. I mean, sports movies, I guess I'll preface by saying this. Sports movies, in my opinion, are uh, are very hard to film, uh, to make good sports movies, I should say, because, um, you know, you need to have a director uh, who's passionate about it, who, who knows how to film it. Like, I like, I like sports movies where they film them... Um, with some kind of, I was going to say with the knowledge of the sport. That goes without saying, but like, you know, I like when they choose actors who are either athletic or have played the sport before, because then it seems obviously more authentic when they're performing or coaching or whatever. Um, but I also like when they use those type of actors too, because then obviously when you're actually filming the action, you don't have to cut away to a bunch of stunt doubles. You don't have to right. use obscure camera angles yeah. to hide things, like that kind of thing. So more genuine, right? Um, and more sports movies, obviously, including a couple on this list, Possibly are you know uh, have a lot of sports movies have cliches you know <laughs> <sure>. underdog story <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's because to be honest most sports movies are based at least in some part in 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 truth yeah. like, in history mm-hmm. uh, it's very rare you have a totally fictionalized sports movie although the first one on my list is going to be a fictionalized <laughs> okay. sports movie get out of the way get out of the way <laughs> but most of these are based on true stories yes. true like true people that are they're telling these aren't necessarily biographies on this list but people in the movies that are are real yep real life people so anyways uh yeah get out, get the preamble out of the way so my first movie here came out like i said 1999 i know i'm breaking the rule already but i it's one of it's if i was to rank this would probably be my top three but i'm not gonna do a ranking right now but this is one of my favorite sports movies ever and i can re-watch it pretty much whenever i feel like it um is uh a football movie Mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm going to preface by saying each, each, before I do each, each movie, I'm going to preface what sport it's about. Or, okay, so it's a football movie, and it is called Any Given Sunday.
1: Oh, I've heard of that one.
0: Yes, uh, I saw it in theaters, which is funny because at the time I would have been like, like, like 12 a, years old, yeah, and either. this was definitely not a movie for 12 for most 12 year olds. I mean, I went to see it with my mom. She was cool enough that she knew I could handle the language and the violence. Well, not violence per se, but there's a lot of adult themes in the movie. that should put it that oh, way. Okay. It is it, it a very, it's a very like the the, the uh one of the things I love about the movie is the way they film the football, like the actual football games and the action going on. It's filmed really well. Okay. Um so for those who don't know, uh this is so this is a fic- it's not like based on the NFL or any other type of sports like, It's a totally fictionalized imagine like a startup a football league some- somewhere in the XFL. US. NFL kind yeah, you could use that as an example I guess, but like Yeah, so it's fictionalized, so you're not, you know, it's not the Lambie Dolphins, not the, you know, Dallas Cowboys or anything like that. The Washington Um,
1: football team. Right.
0: (laughs) Ironically, that would probably work nowadays in a a movie, but... um, But anyway, so uh, I guess the main actor, technically, in terms of top billing, is Al Pacino plays the head coach of the team. Okay. And he's amazing. He The reason why this movie is so well-known, even for people that haven't necessarily seen it, if you tell There's someone... It's
1: locker room thing- scene, isn't there? A speech. Okay, Pacino yeah.
0: gives one of the best speeches ever. Okay. any like likes... Not, even in a non-sports movie. Right. Like just you know, a speech in general, Pacino gives the best. Like, I can't imagine anyone else performing it the way he does. Okay. But the movie also has a great cast. I mean, you have oh, Jamie Foxx, also in the main role. Yeah. He's the main quarterback. And this was before Jamie Foxx was big, like, before he blew right. up, right? Yeah. ninety nine. So. was yeah. Um, you know, you, know, you had uh, I, I do like that they had a lot of authentic. They did have a lot of actual NFL current and uh, former NFL players in the movie. Like you had. Uh uh, jim brown jim brown who's a f- famous nfl running back he was in the movie as a coach okay uh you had like in terms of current players at the time you had like trell owens was in it really uh he didn't have like a speaking role but he was obviously one of the actual football players out there doing the catching right. and everything um like L. ll L- cool j played one of the running really? backs i mean <laughs> i, I don't I, he might have played in college i can't remember Maybe. but i mean he looks like a running back he's yeah um i'm also trying to think football wise was in it i mean in terms of the other famous actors that were in it you know you had like James Woods playing such a slimy role as like the team doctor who would just like inject everyone with like steroids yeah. and other things to try and get them back on the field, mm-hmm. which to be honest was the norm back then for football. You is know, it not anymore. uh it's not as much. Not like as a if, if, if we're, we're talking, not talking like the Brett Favre era or everybody's took like painkillers. True, that's um, true. So uh, you know, yeah, like uh, Dennis Quaid is in it. He plays like the old sort of like washed up quarterback role because he loses his role to Jamie Foxx, who's like the young hot shot. You know what I mean? Okay. Anyways, I'm not gonna describe the whole movie, but yeah, it's. <laughs> It's one of my favorite movies. Um it's it's one of those movies that like you could tell you could you could certainly see a lot of the scenes are overacting, and not just okay. with Pacino in that's sort of like his MO, but there's just a lot of yelling in the movie, a lot of angry confrontations between husbands and wives, and coaches and players, and coaches and other coaches, and it's a very aggressive movie. But there is some nice messages in there. Like there's one particular scene I really like. It's like one of the most subdued scenes in the movie where Pacino's character, I think his the coach's name, Tony D'Amato, is his name in the movie, and he's he's at, he's sitting at the bar, he frequents this bar all the time and uh he's sitting at the bar and talking with uh the other coach on his team the one played by jim brown okay and they're just talking about like where they're at in their lives you know like they're obviously older like 50s and 60s and they're you know it's a young man's game and they feel like they're they can't keep up anymore and they're talking, you know they, it, it turns into like a philosophical discussion about their own mortality and stuff and i thought that was a really cool scene in the movie for something that was even when i was like probably 12 went a little over my head but watching it now there's a lot of themes in the movie that i i really enjoy appreciate directed by oliver stone who's also a really good director okay. um, doesn't do a lot of stuff anymore but at the time he was pretty a pretty prominent director so yeah it's one of my favorite movies of any type especially a football movie it's my top mm-hmm. top so um yeah no th- you don't know any many thoughts on that right you've never seen it I don't know i've
1: so. seen the the speech yeah okay. and it was a good speech <laughs> yeah, it is a good speech yeah. i'm pretty sure if
0: you like look at it on youtube it's probably got like 20 I'm million pretty sure you should 20 be million there, views yeah. or something on youtube but um okay the next one this one did come out in 2000. So we're just getting in on the 20-year rule here.
1: 2001 would be the 20-year rule. I made this list in 2020, <laughs> though. We just didn't discuss it in 2020.
0: <laughs> we pushed it. 20 I'm just saying, at the time I made the list, it was in uh-huh. 2020. Okay. So anyway, uh, another football movie here. Although this one's a very stark contrast to the last movie. This last one, very like, R-rated, heavy adult themes. Talk about the serious aspect of football. Not to say this movie isn't serious, but then you're transitioning here to 2000, we have a Disney football movie, Disney-produced okay uh, remember the titans
1: oh yeah yeah, yeah okay. denzel
0: washington yeah um and i watched this a lot too in my youth um now obviously like like i said watching these two movies back to back would be a very stark contrast um not to say that remember the titans doesn't have something good to say because it is based on a true story about the head coach herman boone and it takes place in i think it was 1971 it was in virginia so it takes place around a high school team okay and the main theme is that it's about integration because you have you know the it's mostly a white school Right. And you have a bunch of African-American uh, students and players getting integrated into the team. So you have, like, you mm. know, that – you have, like, all the cultural and the racial differences. and But, you know, it's a Disney movie, so, of course
1: – Everything's happy in the end?
0: Yeah, but I'm just saying they don't – there's no harsh language. Yeah. There's no, like, most movies would treat it that way. But, but no, it's really good. I mean, obviously, this movie – for me, in this one, the football scenes wouldn't stand out compared to, like, any given Sunday because they're not filmed the same way. I mean, they're obviously filmed more tastefully for a Disney aspect Yep, of an audience. But, uh, yeah, I mean – you know like at the time it was a cool role for denzel to do because he's mostly known as like a drama action guy um you know, you do a lot of disney like family movies yeah, so sure. <laughs> but you know he definitely fit the role to a t like, he did a great job as the coach um it was like one of the first starring roles for ryan gosling he had a small role as one of the high school uh-huh. players um I don't think he had a lot of lines in the movie but yeah if you, if you go back and watch it now you're like oh look it's like young ryan gosling but um <laughs> uh the other because you have like denzel's obviously the african-american coach on the team and you have the other white coach of the team played by will Patton. He's another really good veteran actor you wouldn't know him, but no, he's recognizable if you saw his face most people would know him from something like sure. anyway uh yeah it's a really good movie like it's just it's you know i could easily show it to lucas right now and he would probably enjoy most of it some things go over his head because it's not totally aimed for kids but it's obviously not aggressively aimed towards our demographic either but yeah that's a really good one um you haven't seen that one either, or you don't. No, really. Okay. Cool. I didn't
1: do football when I was young. That's it's fair. not until That's I was fair. like an adult that I appreciate football. So, like, yeah, I wouldn't have gone out of my way to watch football movies.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't remember if you've seen the next one on the list. Maybe heard me talk about it before. And it's actually funny that I mention this one now because this. Um, this was the director of the next film. He actually has done three of the movies on this list. Oh, boy. So clearly he likes doing sports movies, and I like his movies, so he's obviously doing something <laughs> We're right. We're a match made in heaven. So the next movie is a hockey movie. It came out in 2004. It's another Disney one. Uh, it's mm. called, but uh, and based on a true story again. Um, so it's called Miracle. I've it, heard of that it's re- one. It's referencing what is known as the Miracle on Ice, yes. which was the 1980 U.S. Olympics when the men's hockey team beat the right. Russians. Yeah, okay, Huge upset, yeah, right? Yeah. So... Kurt Russell, the main role is the head coach, um, Herb Brooks. And uh who unfortunately he died, I think, just before the film just the real oh. the real person died just I think before the film finished or came out. Right. So he was obviously credited in, in the credits, you know, they gave him a nice little what do you call it? Not obituary, but like a homage, I yeah, guess. Remembrance thing. So but yeah, uh again, so it's because it's a the Disney movie, obviously it's gonna be it's PG, there's no harsh language, there's no but again, I really like the way the hockey is filmed in this movie. Um you know there's not a lot of hockey movies in the last 20 years you can really reference i mean obviously you go back to the 90s you're talking about like mighty ducks yeah. and stuff like that um but yeah there wasn't a lot of hockey movies in the last 20 years That's um this one definitely stands out um yeah i mean like i said it's based on a true story so if you either grew up in that era in the 80s or if you remember what happened then obviously you're you're going to know how the movie's going to play out but it's really good i mean it's it, it there's a lot of cliches. It's, it, most disney sports movies have those clichés you know the one guy on the team was unsure of himself and the coach gives him a pep talk and now he's the leader and everything yeah, and that yeah. kind of stuff right but but no it's a really good film my favorite scene in the film too that stands out for me and it's one of the ones i can always go on youtube and watch anytime is when like and i don't know if, i don't know if this is actually based on a true story if they kind of fictionalized as part of it but it's a good story either way but after one they lose an exhibition game uh before the olympics something and the team's kind of playing like garbage the coach isn't happy so after the game he tells them all to like get back on the ice and they're going to run like the I don't know what they would call it in hockey but like suicide sprints okay. you know he's you just go oh like back my and forth. Gosh, no. so skating back and forth on the yeah. blue lines and everything and he makes them do it until like, like beep test right he makes them do it back and forth until like the people in the arena like turn the lights off and the player's like oh we're going to go now and he's like where are you going I didn't tell you, you were done yet right and even the other coaches are like you know these kids Come are like <laughs> these kids are like collapsing and vomiting yeah. and everything and but the point he's trying to get across is that like they're all being selfish and uh, you know he keeps, at, he keeps he keeps asking them, who are you playing who do you play for? And eventually, the one guy speaks up and says, you know, play for America. Because Herb always says that you're playing for what's on the front, not on the back of the jersey, uh. right? So he's trying to get the message in their head. It's one of those Disney sort of like good moments, you know what I mean? Yeah. Eventually, once the player says it, he's like, all right, that's all. And then they go off the ice, right? He's trying to get a point across. But yeah, it's a good movie. Um also does a great job. Like most, it's funny because the first three movies I mentioned so far, any given Sunday remember the Titans and Miracle my favorite parts of all three movies are really the coaches like Mm, Pacino's great Denzel's great Kurt Russell's great as long as you have a great veteran actor helming the coaching spot these three are these ones are all three for three so far in my books (laughs) so um, I'll show you that one one day yeah yeah
1: I'm just trying to think of, like, movies I watched <coughs> when I was, like, sports movies in general that I watched when I was a kid. Sure. You remember and watching
0: anything in high school or middle school? Like, no.
1: Like, the the last, like, sp- the only sports movie I could think of watching as a kid other than, like, the obvious ones was, like, Ben to, like, Beckham.
0: <laughs> it <laughs> like, came out, I think, like, 2005 or something? Yeah, I don't think that actually say, or, might count. No, was it 2005? Maybe earlier than that.
1: But I don't think much more Anyways, earlier. But, no,
0: yeah. no, it was in the 2000s. But, uh, yeah.
1: I think I just gravitated towards soccer because I played it and that's about it. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's fair. There is actually, I think, a lot of soccer movies out there, but of course, most of them are are British, uh, British made soccer right. films, and I haven't seen a lot of those, or I never watched those when I was younger, really. So
1: yeah, and I can't, I don't think that happens much more, anyways. It's mostly so- football, yeah. basketball these days, and yeah. baseball sometimes here and there.
0: Yeah, I think definitely if you look at like the history of movies, if you go back hundred years for movies or whatever, I think the sport that's been done the most is probably baseball.
1: Yeah, in terms of
0: sports movies, yeah. Um. Okay, next one on the list is a boxing movie. Um, I again I'm not sure if you've actually seen this one. You've definitely probably heard me watch it, but um came out in two thousand five, uh directed by Ron Howard. Is it Cinderella Man? It is Cinderella yes, Man. Yes,
1: I did one. Woohoo starring
0: Russell Crowe. Very good. Um
1: I have seen this movie.
0: Good. And uh so it's it's again based on a true story about a boxer, James Braddock. It was by Jim in the movie, but uh mm and uh yeah it takes place i think it's like great depression era so i don't want to say it's like 1920s 1930s something right. like that but um so it's like old school boxing yeah. <laughs> obviously um so yeah again it's based on a true story this isn't like a disney movie or anything though this one's it's not like r-rated either it sort of treads the middle ground where you have mm-hmm. like depressing themes obviously like at one point like in my opinion this is one of russell crowe's best roles or at least one of the best roles he's done in the last 20 years because mm. um you know, he had that really good run where he did, you know, like, like, in my opinion, he had that run where he did three amazing movies in a row. He did like, uh, mind, in a, well, in, in order, he did the, in, the I don't know, you're right, but you were kind of backwards, I guess. I know. But, <laughs> yeah, the, the, ins, the Insider, Gladiator, yeah. a Beautiful Mind. He did those three in a row, 99, thousand, two thousand one. 2001. Uh, so they haven't seen Gladiator. Yeah, <laughs> I saw yeah. that. I didn't
1: see the hamburger just but he is really,
0: But he is really good in this movie. He has this one really heartbreaking scene where he's, like, he's, you know, because he's, he's poor, he's, he's boxing for just like a few dollars on the side. He's and his like, a and wife too, yeah. his wife and kids, like the power is going out. They have no food and stuff. So he goes around to like his old boxing buddies and he's like begging them for money, basically. It's mm-hmm. a heartbreaking scene. And, and Russell Crowe sells the heck out of it. Um, but like I said, I really do like the bo- the way the boxing is shot in this movie. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of boxing scenes, maybe like, Three or four total in the movie, but the one at the end is probably one of the best boxing. The way Ron Howard actually shoots it, and the the score is amazing, cinematography, everything was really good. um Yeah, it's just a good. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of boxing movies out there. I mean, obviously, when you, when people when you say boxing, most people first thing they're gonna say is Rocky. Obviously, mm, for most that's people. That's not
1: what I was gonna go for. <laughs> what were you gonna say? <laughs> a movie that's probably later on in your list. Oh
0: well, it's more relevant because more recent. Yeah, but yeah, there was again. There wasn't. I don't think there was a lot of movies that came out in the 2000 to 2010 era. Um, like there was actually the one I haven't seen yet. Strangely enough, you think I would like it because of the acting and the dire- or the actor and the director behind it. But I never actually saw the Muhammad Ali film that came oh, out. Oh, the, the Will Smith. The Will Smith one. Yeah, it was directed by Michael Mann, who did Collateral. Oh, uh, that seems like something you would. I think that movie. I, I think I didn't jump on it at the time. The movie didn't get really good reviews, and maybe I wasn't totally sold on Will Smith's oh, portrayal of that's it. That's interesting
1: but... because I went like the the way I searched for the, through my movies today was going through the Rotten Tomatoes of sports movies, and that one was up there.
0: Yeah, it, was, it was probably like one of the 70s or something on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it was like
1: at least like 79. Okay.
0: I will check it out. I don't think it's on any streaming services right now, but mm, I'll check maybe. it out eventually. But yeah, Cinderella Man's a good one. Uh, I think <laughs> it's one that's definitely underrated too. No one ever really talks about it. Like um, it's
1: funny because when you talk about it, you're like the boxing was great. and we're not, The only thing I remember from that movie is the actual like the story about his wife and his kids. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's most of the first half of the movie. Yeah. yeah. I, do, I don't remember any of the boxing. They sort of get the family's work gets pushed to the side in the second half but that's yeah. fine because they're focusing more on the fighting aspects of his because his career sort of like you know revitalized but right. um okay the next one i think i think you definitely haven't seen on the list um okay uh, i probably even talked about it that much with you before um but anyways this came out in 2008 um and to be honest i think i've only seen this movie about twice it's not one that i own it's not one that i've watched a ton
1: but it made the list
0: but I made the list because when I do think back on it, I can remember it very vividly. So it left an impression on me. And it does have one of my favorite performances probably of, of that decade, of the 20, 2000s oh. decade. So uh, it's called The Wrestler. Uh, it stars Mickey Rourke. And uh, it's about it's a fictionalized. It's not based on a true character or anything. But um, at least I don't think it is. If I'm wrong, I I apologize. I was show this up beforehand, but I'm like 90% sure it's not based on a true story. But um like it probably like took someone's story and just used different names right. you know what i mean I so understand. yeah uh whatever like, they call that there's a term for that I but know. I can't think uh of. but it's basically you know so mickey Rourke in this movie plays like you know probably 40 year old 40-ish washed up wrestler like i guess pro semi-pro like this isn't like the, there's no like wwf wwe or whatever okay. in this it's all just like sort of like what do you call it I mean, there's wrestling in all kinds of states in the U.S., different leagues and everything mm. that they do, so. But, I mean, the movie is basically, it's, the wrestler is mostly a character study. Like, there is a little bit of wrestling in it, but that's not the main focus in the movie. The movie's actually more just about his, it's a characterization movie. Um, so he's obviously uh, probably, like, I don't know, divorced. He has a, he has a daughter in the movie, but, but they're very estranged, and he's trying to reconnect with her. I don't know if he's, like, divorced or whatever. I don't really remember that part of the movie. But um, but Mickey, Mickey Rourke is a heck of a performance. I know, he was, I know he was nominated for an Oscar. I don't think he won it for this. Okay. Actually, he might have. Wait. Now I'm, 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 I'm down to myself. <laughs> he's definitely nominated. I don't know if he won it or not. But, yeah, he was great in the movie. And, uh, too, it was directed by Darren Aronofsky, who, mm. uh, what you might know, would be, like, The Fountain. Yeah. Or, uh, I feel like I've
1: heard that name a lot with you.
0: <laughs> yeah. He recently did, like, Noah
1: oh i haven't seen that one, uh,
0: that one called mother that really oh messed the creepy up one, one that came okay. out a few years ago yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyways but yeah really good movie with a uh really hard like the final 10 minutes is really hard to watch i'm not going to spoil it but it has a really great ending okay yeah that's probably why it's on my list because it has one of my most favorite one of my most memorable endings
1: but why don't you find it rewatchable then
0: um to me to be honest i think a lot of movies to me felt slow okay by design um, it, a lot of it doesn't. I mean, it's great on the first watch because you're so absorbed in the character study, but when we're rewatching, you're just like, okay, I kind of just want to fast forward more. Basically, mm. like whenever Mickey works not on screen in this movie, I kind of don't care. <laughs> you know what okay. I mean? That's my thing. But he's not, He's in the movie a lot for a lot of the. Right. He's, he is a focus of the movie, but yeah. But I just wanted to kind of throw a wrestling movie on my list because it's not something you see anymore either. Nope, I mean, that's true. And the way it was done was, you know, it wasn't like a parody or it wasn't a jokey true. kind of movie. So, uh,. Okay, next one on the list. I know you're definitely gonna have something to say about. So,
1: why do you start like that? Well,
0: no, not in a bad way. I just mean because I know we've seen this movie together, and I know you like it. So, I'm very curious to get your thoughts on it. I know I talked about it before, and I don't want to take. It. I could probably I, done? I could probably talk about it for like half an hour if I needed to, but I'm not going out to do that today. So, the next one on the list came out in 2011. Baseball movie. Is that old? Yeah, 2011. Oh man, and it's called Moneyball. There you go. So I need to take a drink of water. So why don't okay. you talk for a bit?
1: <laughs> this movie had everything going against it. Like what do you I, mean? I didn't like baseball like for, all the time. You going against it for, for you, me, for, oh, me, for, you. Sorry, okay. for me, for me. Sorry for me. Um, I didn't like baseball. You know I don't like Brad Pitt as an actor. Um, but this was such a good movie. <laughs> we watch it like every year before the baseball season starts. It's like our hype movie.
0: To be honest, um, I, I think a lot, I want to give credit, a lot of the why I think I like this movie so much, maybe I think why you you like it too, is the the script, the dialogue is amazing. And, yeah. And that was done by Aaron Sorkin. He, he, he was like the West Wing guy. He also okay. did, he also did like Charlie Wilson's War yeah. recently. He did um, that, that one I liked the last year, The Trial of the Chicago 7. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's a good writer and uh yeah it was I mean, it was well directed too i really like the baseball scenes but there isn't really a ton of baseball going baseball on field baseball in the movie yeah. it's a lot of behind it's the, scenes. It's right. the
1: it's the management well, it's the it's the trades it's based
0: on a true story of i don't remember the exact year was it was it 2003 or 2002 it was early 2000s when it's when it's based
1: analytics on, started becoming a thing
0: well because billy bean championed this whole concept that they called moneyball i don't he didn't come up with that name someone no. else did They just called it the moneyball process but like it's yeah it's basically he had a small he had a small budget team with oakland they lost a bunch of players, the Yankees and Red Sox and stuff, and he needed to rebuild the team. And he needed to do it with a very small budget. So he he finds another uh, uh, another character in the movie. And um, it, it's, it's weird in the movie they call him Peter Brand, but I don't think that was his actual name in real life. I think they oh. had to, so for whatever reason maybe they couldn't get the guy's rights, so they had to change the name. But the person he's supposed to be representing in real life was yeah, like a young guy from like Yale, was Yale or Harvard. I don't remember where he graduated. I want say it was Yale. He graduated from Yale. With like a degree in economics, yeah. so Brad Pitt's character, so Billy, Brad Pitt's playing Billy Bean. So Billy Bean, the GM, brings this guy on, and they sort of champion this whole concept of let's try and build a team using, like you said, analytics. Yeah, like looking for guys that are low budget, but that on paper they get on. Well, the main thing is like they get on base. That's just the yes. theme they use throughout the whole movie. And that, no if
1: they walk, they bunt or get hit, right? They go down. And base. That's
0: still a huge proponent of what you see in baseball nowadays. Every team has like analytics yeah. nowadays.
1: Um, but, like, at the time, it was the shareholders didn't like it. The right. other coaches didn't like it. Like, everybody thought you were... The media mm-hmm. tore you to pieces. They thought you were an idiot for using analytics.
0: But, but honestly, I think everybody in the movie is great. I mean, obviously, the main focus is on Brad Pitt in yeah. the movie. But, like, you also have, like, in a really under... under In my opinion, underused. But because he's such a good actor, he, he still stands out. The manager of the team, Art Howe, was played by Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. Rest in peace. You don't
1: like him in the movie, but
0: that's the thing that yeah. he he, his character comes off as a real jerk but yeah. in real life he wasn't really like that I don't oh think. No, no i think they played they played that up in the movie okay, a little bit because i was he's like the i yeah.
1: don't like you <laughs> like, well, but again, he's like he, the villain <laughs> yeah but
0: again he was kind of like because he, he was old school baseball he didn't yeah. like the whole analytics thing, so, nobody did but until so they started winning
1: <laughs> exactly oh <laughs> but, my gosh we're on a win streak never mind i love this
0: yeah. but no no it's uh and even it and again it, it's sort of like for being major for majority of it being a baseball movie it does sort of the end, especially, kind of tugs your heartstrings with the whole daughter relationship, yeah. With the the song she makes for him or whatever. Yeah, Nice way to the movie. But. I don't know. I
1: I loved a lot of aspects of the movie, like when they had to cut somebody from the team. Mm. It's like the relationship well, between them and how to how to cut them properly. I think I know
0: your favorite scene in the movie is. When I know the trade deadline when. Oh, he's, co- he's like he's making five phones. billion yeah. phone
1: calls and like, <laughs> pick, yeah, that is my favorite scene yeah. by far. But yeah, it's very well done. And if, for me to like a sports movie that much is quite, uh, quite a. Commandment? Is that what I'm looking for?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I okay. guess so. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, next one on the list also came out in 2011, actually. Um, I know I've talked about this on here before, too. Um, but I don't think you've seen this. You didn't hear me talk about it, though. Uh, so this is also, this one was also directed by the guy who did Miracle, the hockey movie I mentioned okay, earlier. Yep. So this is his second one. On the I'm list.
1: pretty sure. Is this your boyfriend?
0: Meaning, who is my boyfriend? I
1: forget his name. <laughs> oh. I always <laughs> forget his name. Inception Guy.
0: You call him Inception guy. That's yeah, I do. That's from. what okay. I.
1: That's, that's my main thing. Yeah. Okay. You're referring to Peaky Blinders to, guy too.
0: Okay, that's funny you mention that because not you've actually in Peaky Blinders that much. I, well, but, I
1: don't know. That's what I'm told. Okay,
0: whatever. So you're talking about did you say Bane, he's Bane. Oh yeah, that too. Okay, so Tom Hardy. You've oh, talking yeah, about Tom yeah, Hardy, yeah, and yeah, yeah, the yeah. movie is called Warrior.
1: I have seen this movie. Okay. I do quite enjoy it, but not for the yeah. fighting. So this act. is not for the sports either. Right. <laughs> so this
0: is uh this is not based on a true story, although you know it, it feels like one. Yeah, I mean it's plausible. The movie about two brothers. Tommy and oh my gosh what is the other brother's name that's gonna bug me now but um (laughs) yeah uh two brothers who are like MMA fighters um not anymore like one's like a teacher now and the other one is I think he was like uh went AWOL from the military or something so anyways but yeah so they end up sort of like reuniting and it's definitely like a movie that like I've talked to one of my friends who has two brothers Saw this movie in theaters with his brothers, and he said, "Like at the end of the movie, like they're all bawling." So the uh-huh. movie does such a good job of playing up the whole brother dynamic. Uh-huh. So I never had that growing up, so I can't fr- first-hand experience of that. But I can definitely see where people be coming from with that relationship mm-hmm. aspect. Um, but for me, uh, I've I mentioned this before, and when I talk about this movie any time. But for me, the main standout of the movie is is the, the father character played by Nick Nolte. He was nominated for an Oscar. He was snubbed, in my opinion. Uh, he was great in the movie because again, he he <laughs> he, you know my not fondness What we're looking for my um, softness my appreciation for characters who can play alcoholics oh right yeah. you do have that I th- I'm assuming you have yeah.
1: more on this list that are like that
0: no not necessarily but um, yeah this movie is really well made like d- again there's not a whole ton of actual MMA fighting in the movie it More, much more yep. towards the second half obviously when that yep. part of the plot kicks in but for the first half it's mostly about the relationships between the brothers and their dad and everything mm-hmm. and there's a lot of good really well acted and this movie is not like it's not like an R-rated movie, but it's not also like for kids. No,
1: it's like, not easy to watch. No, ending.
0: Yeah, and there, there is some swearing. in you know, it. there's some tough scenes to watch. I wouldn't recommend watching it with like younger kids or anything. But like for if you're like middle school, high school, I definitely, definitely think it's in that niche of like you really appreciate the movie. Mm-hmm. Or if you're an adult and you even have any any of these family things to fall back on, you know, might be a hard movie to watch for some people. But I think it's really well done, and yeah. I, I love watching it. Uh next one on the list. Uh it came out in twenty thirteen, another baseball movie. Which you don't get a lot of anymore to be honest. Although it's funny there's two in the last decade that I have on here, Moneyball and this but, one now. But, but how many other good ones are there? Right. So uh this one is called Forty Two. Oh yeah. It's yeah. based on it's based on Jackie Robinson. Yeah. yeah. So you have it's actually kinda of sad to think about this movie now, obviously, because you have the one who, the actor who portrayed Jackie Robinson was Chadwick Boseman, Oh Black Panther, yeah. who unfortunately passed away last okay. year. Uh, He does a great job in the role as Jackie Robinson, but also who is also really good in the movie, surprisingly, because with a lot of makeup and stuff on, you might not tell right away that it's him. But uh, Harrison Ford plays the manager of the, not the manager, sorry, the the general manager of the Dodgers, Uh, and he's the one who sort of like decides to bring Jackie up. Because I mean, obviously, if you don't know the story about Jackie Robinson, he was like the first guy to break the color barrier in baseball. He was the first African American athlete, which led to a wave of others, obviously after him. And you know, the sport is what it is today. Right. You know, he was pioneer so yeah um but yeah so the, there's the movie's really good because it does really build the relationship between harrison ford's character i think it was branch ricky was the manager's name and 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 uh and obviously jackie robinson so um yeah and again i don't feel like there's a ton of baseball scenes in this movie but the ones that are there are really well done um again i think baseball is an easier one to film for most part um stand you,
1: in the outfield you did it great yeah
0: uh but yeah the movie does a really good job of it doesn't go too far back in the whole Jackie Robinson it's not like a biography about him or anything but it does show obviously where he started how he sort of like his first few years in the league and what his experiences were like obviously dealing with a ton of, of racism backlash and, uh, yeah. yeah um but yeah it's a really well made film um again not something I'd obviously recommend watching with kids because the language is very harsh especially, mm. uh but you know for an older crowd uh very good movie um I would definitely recommend a watch. Yeah, I love it. I've probably seen it. I don't know three or four times. yeah. No yeah, I don't own it. Uh, but yeah, I, I if it was if it was on TV if it was on Netflix I definitely would watch it again. Like, a, it's a good movie. All right. Well, the next one on the list. Uh, I know you'll have some opinions about too. Oh. Um I mean, obviously, we're getting to more recent ones now that we're moving up in the chronological timeline here. So this one came out in 2015. It's actually hard to believe it was that old already, but 2015, this one came out. Boxing movie. bam. Bang, bam, bam. <laughs> and uh so uh creed yeah uh obviously for those who had never seen a rocky movie before we're not Me. know <laughs> yeah so uh title obviously referring to i mean it's when this in this movie you have i should preface by saying if you go back to the old rockies apollo. yeah in the old rocky films you had apollo creed who is rocky's friend well in the first movie he fights him then yeah. later on they become friends and then unfortunately and unfortunately spoiler apollo creed does die in the fourth rocky movie yeah but um yeah, so this movie's about his son. Yeah. So obviously we're going to current day times in Philadelphia or whatever. And uh, so you have Creed's son, played by uh, Michael B. Jordan, mm-hmm. who's a great actor. Um, he was also in Black Panther. Okay. He was like, um, what do you call it? Black Panther's opposite. The, the back, Killmonger. I didn't the bat see guy. Black Panther. You didn't see Black Panther? No. <laughs> mm, okay, never mind. Um, he's in a lot of good stuff, though. Uh, he's definitely an up-coming, up-and-coming actor. Um, and he was like, you can definitely tell, like, the one thing I love about the Creed especially, like, of all the movies on this list, Creed is probably the one where the act the the actual sports scenes, the action scenes are shot the best. Because the director was able to definitely use Michael B. Jordan for, I'd say, probably like 90% of the yeah. shots. Like, there's very few shots, I think, that it wasn't him actually doing the boxing. Um, I think mean, the guy's in great shape, obviously. Uh, but the movie also, obviously, is about, you have Rocky, Sylvester Stallone in the movie as well, playing, playing the Rocky character. He's still, it's a continuation of it's a love letter to the old movies because you have yeah. like, now you have old Rocky. There's some, some references to you know people that have died in the previous Rocky movies, like mm. his wife or his or his uh, his manager friend. Uh, I can't I can't remember the name right now. It's gonna drive me nuts. Oh my gosh, but um, yeah, you know the movie's about Rocky dealing with his own mortality too. Because minor spoiler here, I mean, if anybody didn't see the trailer oh, before, right. Rocky, like Rocky does get cancer in this movie. Right. Uh, he's able to beat it. Don't worry, Rocky doesn't die in this movie. He does beat the cancer, but. um uh, but yeah, I mean, it's more about. There's a lot of heartbreaking scenes with him in this movie. Like, honestly, this movie, like, I saw it in theaters twice. First time I saw it, I probably cried like three times. <laughs> Did you? And like, in, like, in, like, it... like, progressive, like, the first time I'm, like, sort of tearing up. The second time a part of this movie happens, and I'm, like, tears are going down my face. But the third, near the end, when i'm not gonna spoil what happens but when the creed character interacts with rocky and they do like i was like weeping in the theater
1: do you think it requires nostalgia to feel like that though
0: not necessarily i you can go like my mom went into this and having never seen a rocky movie before she watched it with me and she really loved it i mean yeah if you've seen the rocky movies before you get a bit more out of it especially with the whole rocky backstory but you can go into it not having seen them and still get yeah it's still a great movie
1: i thought it was a good movie like just as itself Mm -hmm. even without the backstory but i wouldn't have had an emotional response so
0: well okay yeah I think this movie definitely, and again, Rocky or uh, not Rocky, geez, Sylvester Stallone. Um, I think he was nominated for an Oscar. He didn't win, but he did yeah. win the Golden Globe for it. Oh, did he really? Yeah. So it was nice to see him get some recognition. Like, it was yeah. really cool when he won the Golden Globe. Like everybody in the the auditorium was so happy for and They're playing the Rocky theme. He was up yeah. on stage, and I'm <laughs> like, because you know, it's like, yeah, it's it's. I mean, he played. He did what? Not counting Creed, he did six other Rocky movies. Right. So I mean, it's a huge part of his career. Who he is, right? So, yeah, but it's a great movie, and it's well, really well shot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah it's it's one of those movies too like i never felt that the pacing was great there's no like parts of the movie are like okay let's skip let's skip you know let's go ahead it's it's a really well well paced well thought out movie
1: well, why is grade two not on your list then
0: it wasn't okay different director um and different writer too i believe so yeah the second one just didn't feel as good i didn't think the boxing scenes themselves were as good okay um the second one focused a lot more on Creed compared to Rocky which I'm not saying that's the actor's fault it's just that the Rocky character in the first one was much more interesting his dynamic yeah. with Creed and his backstory aspect and the, the second one the second one it's kind of lame and the second one they just drag up they they, they bring they go they they again kind of throw it back to Rocky 4 maybe we've seen Rocky 4 you have Rocky beats Ivan Drago the Russian the Dolph Lundgren character and, oh, and in, in Creed right. 2 they basically bring uh Drago's son yeah who's like a big boxer. They bring oh, yeah. him over to America to fight Creed's son because of course make a great storyline. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh Drago killed your dad so let's have you fight his son. You know like it's you know the second one didn't do a lot for me okay. compared to the first one so not a bad movie I'm just saying. The last one on my list here uh, which I've already talked about before so I'm not going to go too in depth on this I've already talked about it probably I don't know what was it six seven months ago whenever we last talked about this one um, I think I thought, I think I saw it last summer but it came out in 2020 a basketball movie and it was called The Way Back. Mm-hmm. That was the Ben Affleck, yep, one Riza alcoholic, alcoholic yep. basketball I knew, coach. I knew, you know, I knew right? this was coming, but <laughs> again, so again, that one director of this one was the same guy who did Miracle and Warrior. So this is his third one on the list. Yes, director. I should mention the director's name since I like him so much. It's Gavin O'Connor. Okay, he also did for an on sports movie. He also did The Accountant with Ben Affleck, right? Which yes. is also a good Fair movie. Friendies. Yeah. But yeah, The Way Back. I've already mentioned it before. Like I said, it's a great, yeah. great basketball movie. I love Affleck's role in it. Uh, yeah, The Way Back's a great movie. And like I said, I don't think it's on any streaming services right now. But you, you, I, I had to rent it last year to actually watch mm. it, like on 4K Blu-ray. But yeah, if you want to wait for it to come on a streaming service, that's fine. It's a really good movie uh, with a good, amount, like uh, it's one of Affleck's best roles in my opinion, at least in the last like ten years or so that he's done. So yeah. That is my list. How about you? Any uh, Anything I haven't mentioned you want to give a shout out to? Um.
1: Well, just a couple things. Like, I, I went through the Rotten Tomatoes list, like I said. Okay. And there's a couple movies that you didn't mention that are, that when I think of people's favorite sports movies, they pop out like Million Dollar Baby.
0: Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, I can see why a lot of people like that one. It's not one of my favorites. Because, um, again, again, I don't think the boxing, is, like, that one was directed by Clint Eastwood. And I don't oh. think the direct, the way the boxing scenes are shot is that interesting to me. Okay. Um, not that it doesn't have a good story, but yeah, uh, it's a good movie. But yeah, no, I, w- I would not have put it on my top ten. But I can I can see why other people appreciate it. Yeah.
1: The other one I saw a lot of people talking about was the Christian Bale wrestling one.
0: Oh, the fighter. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was actually boxing, not wrestling.
1: Whoa, so, w- yeah. the one with Amy Adams? Yeah, that was boxing. Okay, sorry. Yeah.
0: But yeah, that is another good one. And to be honest, I've only seen that one once, okay. so I don't have a great memory of it. I remember really liking Christian Bale in the movie. I think again he was probably nominated for an Oscar for that. Uh, like, uh Yeah,
1: I like, feel like I remember watching them accept a bunch of
0: awards for this movie. Yeah. And Mark Wahlberg was in it too. And like I said, Amy Adams had a good cast. Yeah. um Yeah. I, again, that one wasn't that memorable to me, okay. so I, I wouldn't have put it on my list. But I can see why people appreciate it again. Anything else?
1: The only movie you missed is High School Musical. How is that? <laughs> Zach Efron gave up his basketball career mm-hmm. to become a singer. But he was a great basketball player. For is that the first one yes. or the, the first, first one. one? Okay.
0: Yeah. I think I only ever saw the third one with you. Yep. Yeah. So. In theaters. In theaters.
1: yes. By your own choice. Remember that. Wow. Well, we were now dating. Now we can sing the songs together. Yeah. I don't you remember. We, I don't we, remember we, <laughs> them. You can be Zach and I'll be <laughs> Vanessa. we will be lovely. You,
0: you know my singing voice is terrible.
1: I know you're very off tune, but it'll be very off tune. <laughs> uh,
0: yes. <laughs> I don't like. I don't even sing in the shower because I hear my own voice. oh that
1: that's the best place.
0: <laughs> um. Sorry, any other thoughts you had about sports movies or is that pretty no, much
1: No, Moneyball is definitely my favorite in the last yeah. 20 years for sure. I don't mind re-listening, re-watching that movie over and over. Even if you're not a sports fan, I think it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that was really
0: what I wanted to highlight for sure. Cool. Um, yeah, so uh, next week, uh, to be honest, I, I mean, I obviously have a lot of topics in mind for future podcasts. We're not going to go movie heavy again next week. Um, so I don't really have a, a video game topic at the ready right now, but I will think of one for next week, or we'll do it, or we'll do a, we'll do a hybrid games, next week. Storyline in the video game. What, you're talking about like the Madden? That's like, all you got? is No, it? we're not. We're not doing that. Um, <laughs>
1: Me playing out my career in MLB Twenty, the show.
0: <laughs> maybe I'm going to tease this now. I don't have an exact thought in my head yet, but I'm sure I can think of one to go along with this topic. Maybe next week we'll do a video game podcast that is uh, Final Fantasy centric. How about that?
1: Oh, you've been talking about 13 lately, so I assume that's where it stems from.
0: I'm not saying we're going to talk about just 13, no, but... I know,
1: but yeah. I'm just saying it's probably where... I
0: mean, that's been. obviously one of the biggest video game franchises you can talk about. There's a lot of history to draw on there. For sure. Uh, and you have a lot of experience with most of them, too, I, so... I, I, yeah, sure. You've probably played more than half of them.
1: I've played more than half of them, for sure. Oh, beaten... Not as many Are as you? started. Okay,
0: but... <laughs> yeah, we can talk about that next week. Okay. Uh, in closing thoughts want to give the email shout out again
1: oh yeah so if you have any sports movies that you liked that we didn't mention Mm -hmm. or you want to agree with Tyler and all of his lovely choices Mm -hmm. uh, you can email us at whenoppositesreact at gmail.com and also if you want to talk about Final Fantasy 2 we'll talk about that in the show I guess next week
0: awesome as always you know stay safe out there everybody and hopefully we'll be back back to listen to us again next week (laughs) have a great one Always like.